We are in Ksubis Samech Omeral of 60A as we continue on in our discussion about uh, the obligation for a mother to nurse her baby. The Brisa that we had in the last class said that she has an obligation according to the Mishnah and according to Beis Hillel. However, if they get divorced, uh, if the couple gets divorced, the parents get divorced, so then uh, she no longer has an obligation. The obligation is really on the father and the husband to provide for his children, even for uh, his young children, the babies. However, if she's the only one who, uh, rec- if, the, if the baby recognizes the mother and will only nurse from the mother, so then there is an obligation placed upon her. However, she will get paid for it. She has to get paid for it. But she's also forced into nursing her baby. Again, this is all assuming that she doesn't want to. Obviously, if she wants to, so then she's for sure allowed to. But even if she doesn't want to, so then we, we force her to nurse uh, her baby. So Imar wants to know, Adakama, how long does it take to recognize, uh, for this baby to recognize that uh, this is the mother? When do we assume that they have built such a strong bond that it will be dangerous for the baby to then nurse from, uh, from a different mother. In fact, some, some of the commentators point out that the case here, what do you mean, how much time? Uh, let us check and see. Will the baby nurse from another mother, uh, from another woman, or will, he only, will the baby only nurse from his or her own mother? Let's just check it out. What's the problem here? Uh, so the problem is, uh, according to some of the commentators, that even if the baby can nurse from a different mother, from a different woman, it's there's still a, a concern uh, that maybe it won't be uh, as good, it won't be as uh, successful, um, and uh, these are this is a very young child, and we want to make sure there's this is danger that's involved. It's a dangerous situation, uh, very delicate situation with the baby, so we want to make sure that uh, if the best opp- chance. Uh, of strong survival for this baby is with his mother, so then, uh, and he recognizes his mother, so then even though he can, he or she can nurse uh, from a different, uh, from a different woman, uh, we want to make sure that if this uh, baby actually recognizes the mother um, and uh, will be, will benefit from it, so then uh, we force the mother to nurse her baby. So at what point in time? How many days or how many months? Three months. First opinion says three months. 90 days. Shmuel Shmuel says 30 days. Rabbi Yochanan says 50 days. So there's an argument here. Is it 90 days, 30 days, 50 days? Uh, different opinions as to at what point in time uh, do, we, do we say that uh, the baby recognizes the mother and therefore the mother has to nurse her baby. The law follows the position of 50 days, the middle position of 50 days. So the Gemara now asks, I understand the position of 50 or 90 days. And in fact, the way that some of the commentators explain this question is, I understand 50 and 90 it's uh, not such a big uh, gap between 50 and 90. But to go from 30 to 90 days, one month to three months, that's a pretty large gap. What, what exactly are they arguing about? Uh, they can't be arguing about the Metsias, the actual 
um, practically on uh, how how uh, uh, how long does it take for the for the baby to recognize his or her mother? Because then we wouldn't have such a large discrepancy between thirty and ninety days. The commentators explain from fifty to ninety. You could say, okay, some babies recognize the mother by fifty days. All babies recognize the mother by ninety days. But to go from thirty to ninety days, that's a pretty pretty big difference. So the Gemara says, "Ki also Rami Baricheskel Amar Lo Tetzasinu Lahani Klali Decha Yuda Achim Mishmei Dishmol Hakam Rishmol Kozman Shemakira Kozman Shemakira." This is what Shmuel really meant to say. Shmuel, who says thirty days, he didn't really mean to say thirty days. What he really meant to say was that any time that the baby recognizes the mother, I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to give a number. The other ones were giving numbers, 50, 90. I'm not giving a number. Uh, it could be 30 days. It could be 40 days. It could be 50 days. At whatever point in time, this is what Shmuel was saying, at whatever point in time that the baby recognizes his or her mother, so then that's when the mother, we force the mother to nurse the baby. The Gemara now has the following story. There was a divorced uh, woman who came in front of Shmuel. Basically, she didn't want to nurse her child. And so uh, we had to. So basically, Shmuel's response was, "Go check. What do they do?" Essentially, what did he do? How did he check it? He had a line of women line up, including the mother, and they passed the baby around. And if the baby made some sort of no- motion. To when the when when the, the baby's mother was uh, holding her baby, uh, made some sort of motion, so then we know that the baby recognizes the mother. But according to Shmuel, it's about testing it out. It's not specifically fifty or ninety days. It's about testing it out, and so that's what happened. And the baby recognized the mother in that particular story, and so Shmuel said, "Ah, oh, so you have to keep the baby. You have to keep the baby, and you have to nurse your baby." Uh, that that's uh, that's what the story was. Sigmar says, "What if the baby is blind? How are we going to know?" If the baby recognizes the mother, so Amravashi Berechel Betaimah. There's other, other senses. There's other connections that the baby has with the mother besides for seeing the mother. It's through smell, through taste, uh, and then the baby will also recognize the mother when the when the when the mother's holding her baby. So then the baby will do some sort of motion. Will recognize. We'll see that the baby feels more comfortable with the mother, uh, and then we'll know that the baby really recognizes his or her mother. Okay, that is the. Uh, that is the, the point in time in which uh, we say that the baby recognizes the mother. Again, we said different opinions, either 50 or 90, or there is no set number time to whenever we, we check it out. Uh, we follow the position that says 50. The Gemara now will say, is there any end limit? Until when does the mother have to, um, have to nurse her baby? Is it, and is it always allowed? Uh, so just to take a step back, what are we discussing here? We're discussing... Um, uh, the milk of the mother. So if we take a step back, there's a general broader question here, which the Gemara will, will discuss, which is about kashrus, uh, about kashrus, about uh, uh, what, what makes something kosher. And in a different Gemara, not an our Gemara, but in a different Gemara, the Gemara discusses anything that comes out of a behemotzmeya, a non-kosher animal, is also not kosher. The milk that comes out of a camel is not kosher. Uh, any milk that comes out of a non-kosher animal is not kosher. And the Gemara also has to derive that how do we know that milk that comes out of a kosher animal is kosher? And the Gemara says it's not, so, it's not simple and we have to derive it from a verse to learn that milk that comes from a 
kosher animal is also kosher. The question will become, well, what about milk from a mother? Uh, what about milk from a mother? Is the milk from a mother kosher or is it not kosher? It, it seems pretty clear from our Mishnah that it is kosher. Uh, but is there ever a point in time where we say that, you know what, at this point in time, it is no longer kosher? It could be on a rabbinic level, not on a biblical level. It could be on a rabbinic level, we'll say that it's not kosher. Why would we say that it's not kosher? It could be that we'll say, uh, uh, we'll bring different cases, but let's say um, because uh, people will get confused and think that uh, uh, milk from a non-kosher animal is also uh, uh, is also kosher. If they see that milk coming from a person, a person is not kosher. Uh, so they'll say that um, potentially not kosher. We'll discuss that as well. Uh, but uh, milk uh, from, from a person, if that's kosher, so then maybe milk from a non-kosher animal is also kosher. So maybe uh, out of that confusion, so therefore we'll say that at a certain point in time, we'll say that uh, milk from, from a mother is not kosher. Um, others explain that no, the very fact that the milk is coming from someone who is not kosher, so even though in the beginning it is kosher, we'll, we'll have to make a, an exception so that uh, uh, the baby is able to nurse, but at a certain point in time, we'll view it halachically, perhaps on a, on a rabbinic level, we'll view it halachically as though it is not kosher. Uh, so the question is, uh, is there ever a limit of when the baby should stop nursing? So Tanur we have the following and that it's not allowed. We'll see exactly. The Gemara will qualify this in a few minutes. Uh, but that's the position of Rebbe Lezer. No! There's no end limit. It could be even, it could be, or, or the limit is further than that, the two years. It could be up to four or five years. Four or five years. Pirish, However, Rabbi Yeshua agrees that if, let's say, uh, he is porish, if he, if the baby, uh, he or she, Separate stops nursing, so then after 24 months, after two years, uh, the baby cannot continue to nurse. So the baby stopped nursing, we do not restart. But if the baby is continuing to nurse, Rabbi Shu says until four or five uh, years. Okay, so that's the argument between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shu. Rabbi Eliezer says have to stop no matter what after two years. And Rabbi Shua says that only stop after two years if the baby stopped nursing, and then we don't allow the baby to continue nursing. Uh, besides for that, we have until four or five years. So Amar Mar, the Gemara analyzes this. After 24 months, Rabbi Lezer, the first opinion says, cannot nurse anymore. Or many, we have the following question. The Gemara asks, how do we know that milk, we have the following brisa. How do we know that milk from an, from a mother is kosher? Maybe it should not be kosher. Why? Because by a non-kosher animal, uh, we say that it's not kosher. The milk is not kosher. Where the non-kosher animal, uh, the laws of impurity are not as stringent. But when it comes to laws of purity for a person, we are more much more stringent. So then certainly, when it comes to the laws of kosher, we should be stringent. Shouldn't we entertain the possibility that we should be more stringent when it comes to kosher for, for a person? Second, so answer is Tamil Omar, 
Es hagamal kimale gira. Who? Who tamei v'nechavei mahalchis time tamei? The Gemara says no. I mean, the Brisa that it's quoting says no. We have a verse. We need a verse to tell you that the camel is not kosher. The camel is not kosher, but the milk of a person is in fact kosher. We have, need the Torah to tell this to us. Ela tahor. Rather, it is tahor. It is kosher. So the Gemara says yachol utzias achalav shenashav bekol velotzias adam shuvashav bekol. Maybe this is limited to milk of a, of a mother, but what about blood? Is blood of a person kosher or not kosher? Maybe it's not kosher. So the Gemara to, to this also says, um, No, blood is also, it says, who, the, 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 it is, um, referring to the camel, it is uh, not kosher, but blood of a person is in fact kosher. It, it is it's kosher. We'll see that we will limit this uh, in a minute to how far this goes with regards to the blood and with regards to the milk. But we have we need psukim, we need verses in the Torah to tell us that the blood is kosher and that the um, and that the milk is kosher. But so in the end of the day, we have the following question: It's not even a rabbinic prohibition. There's no rabbinic pro- prohibition here. So Rabbi Lezer said that after 24 months. Uh, at least, at the very least, on a rabbinic level, there's a prohibition to nurse. But why? We have this bracelet that tells us milk of the mother is completely kosher, completely kosher, and not even a rabbinic prohibition. So answers the Gemara: Lo kasha had the parish, had the low parish. The Gemara answers that after 24 months, what Rashi explains: When is it kosher? It's kosher if it is. Uh, Rashi explains it's kosher if it, um, if the baby is drinking the milk. Not from nursing. If it's in a if it's in a bottle, so then that's allowed. But to nurse, uh, to nurse directly from the mother after twenty four months, so then that itself is a rabbinic prohibition. That would be a rabbinic prohibition. That already uh, uh, the rabbi said that 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 would not be that would not be allowed uh, because let's say for the reasons that we gave earlier, people might get confused and say, oh, if this milk is kosher, so then milk from a non kosher animal because the person's not kosher. Uh, milk from a non-kosher animal wouldn't be kosher, um, or for other reasons that are given as to why that wouldn't be kosher. So at the end of the day, according to Rabbi Yazer, to drink from a bottle would be fine after 24 months of the of the mother's milk, but to, to nurse directly from the mother after 24 months would not be allowed. Okay. The Gemara now says, When it comes to blood, it's the opposite from milk. When it comes to blood, we mentioned that by milk, to milk directly from the from the mother is not allowed. But to milk from a bottle is allowed. When it comes to blood, it's the opposite. Blood, if it's on, let's say, a piece of bread, we have to just remove the blood from the bread if it's uh, from a person, and then you could eat it. Uh, and the reason for that is you can't eat the blood because people might, they don't know that it's blood from a person. It might be blood from an animal. Blood from an animal is certainly not kosher. Blood from a person is kosher. But let's say it's between the teeth. Let's say there's blood in a person's mouth or between the teeth. So then that's not a problem. That, that we don't have any concern about. That is not maris ayin. We're not concerned that people will see this because people don't, they're not, they're not uh, in a person's mouth. So people won't see it. Um, and so therefore, um, th- therefore uh, that would be allowed. So when it comes to blood, if blood has already left the body, so then it's no longer, uh, not that it's not kosher, but uh, because of maris ayin, where people don't know where the blood came from, so then it's not kosher. But if it's in the mouth, so then that would be kosher. It happens sometimes that um, a person's bleeding and then the natural reaction is to uh, to sort of like suck the blood of, let's say, it's on the arm or something like that. Some people have that reaction. 
So that would be an interesting, that's an interesting discussion. Would that be allowed or not allowed? Because that's on the person's body. It's not within the mouth, but it's on the person's body. Uh, by the letter of the law, but on the biblical level, it's allowed. The question is whether there would be a rabbinic prohibition of maris ayin, that people will get confused. They don't know. They don't see. They don't know where the blood came from. Um, so that's with regards to the blood. And again, it's the opposite with regards to milk. Milk that's in the bottle would be fine, but milking, nursing directly from the mother would be a problem after 24, after 24 months. Okay, that is all the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Shua argues. Rabbi Shua says you have four or until the age of four or five. Amar Mar. Rabbi Shua Omer. Afilu Arba B'chamei Until the age of four or five. Ah, but the Bryce says, Vatanya. Rabbi Shua Omer. Afilu Chavilasu Al Kseifav. Even if, uh, Rabbi Shua says that it's even if, uh, until the age where a person could carry things on their shoulders. My answer is, At the end of the day, it's all the same. It's the same time period. It's until the age of four or five, depending on um, depending on how strong, strong the child is, uh, until the age of four for a stronger ch- child, until the age of five for a weaker child. Rabbi Shua says that the, that the child can nurse until the age of four or five. And Amr of Yosef, Halachik Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Yosef says, we follow this position of Rabbi Shua. We follow this position of Rabbi Shua. That's the position of Rav Yosef. Okay, so that really uh, concludes this part of the Gemara. I just want to add one more point, which is that the commentators on this Gemara, they discuss, so far we've discussed the blood uh, of a person, we've discussed the milk of the mother, that both of them are kosher, um, and we need the Torah to tell us that they're kosher, but uh, there might be rabbinic prohibitions depending on the scenario, the situation, if it's nursing directly from the mother after 24 months, after four or five years, or if it's blood, which is uh, uh, no longer in the mouth of the person, that that might be a, that would be a rabbinic prohibition. What about flesh? What about uh, the meat uh, uh, of a person? Uh, horrific, uh, you know, terrible situation where a person would would uh, would they be allowed to eat uh, the meat of a person? So this is a big dispute amongst uh, the earlier commentators. There are many who say that it is completely allowed. Many say that it's completely allowed, that there is, just like blood is allowed and the milk is allowed, so too uh, the uh, the meat would be allowed. Uh, the Rambam, Maimonides, says that it is a, a prohibition from the Torah, uh, but it is a it is an assay. It is not uh, the regular prohibition of a negative commandment. It is a positive commandment that one should not eat flesh, should not eat a, a person, you know, God forbid. Uh, but it's... Uh, but it, it, it's said in the positive. One, one should eat other things, but not, uh, but not flesh. Uh, there are others who, there's a minority opinion that says that it's a neg- regular negative commandment, uh, but this is, this is a big discussion. Um, but uh, certainly uh, for, for us and for what we know, it's, uh, it's, uh, we should, it's a, a terrible thing to do, um, and we should, uh, we should not know of these such things ever, ever, ever. Um, uh, but that's uh, the discussion in this Gemara about... Uh, blood, about milk, and about uh, uh, the commentators discuss about uh, the meat, the flesh of a person. We will continue uh, with this Gemara in the next class.